We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. All right, number one on what's trending, some draft news from Adam Schefter. We're going to talk more in detail about this, but he's reporting that the Bears have put out a for sale sign, if you will, on the number one pick. Adam Schefter saying they have already been approached by multiple teams trading the number one overall pick, and Chicago is said to be leaning toward actually moving the pick. Uh, Schefter would also mention that the Bears on the top pick in a year were anywhere from eight to 12 teams he's hearing could be looking to make a switch at quarterback. So if that's the case. Like, I still think ultimately this is the right decision if they do it now. There's some people that think, oh, maybe this is just a smokescreen. They're trying to drum up uh, some more, or the other teams are trying There's to plenty of teams. value. But I would roll with Justin Fields another year, and I would go ahead and continue to spend all the capital I have in the draft and in the salary cap opportunities and stockpile some more picks. That was a bad football. As much as Bears fans were excited about Justin Fields, they still won three games last year. I've never seen a fan base more excited for winning three football games in my life, acting as if they achieved something. They have all the flexibility to make something happen, but they have to hit on everything. They got to get it right, which acquiring more picks would certainly do that. The dream scenario is you trade down to two and you still get to take Will Anderson. I think they should trade down twice, man. Yeah, there's an argument for it. Look, Indianapolis is the team you should trade up. Stop this nonsense of not taking a quarterback and finally take a risk for your team. Next up on Watch Training Sporting Kansas City's opener is tonight in Portland at 9 o'clock. Remember, they were supposed to play on Saturday, but there was a bunch of snow yeah. up in Portland. So this got pushed back until today. So Sporting Kansas City will actually finally get to kick their season off tonight against the Portland Timbers. Next up on what's trending, there's a couple reports around the NFL Rules Committee and Competition Committee that they are unlikely to change the roughing the passer rule. Now, one team did put forward a proposal uh, to make it a reviewable play. As we know, just because you put the proposal forward to the committee, if they don't think they have enough votes, a lot of times they won't even take a vote. You know, there's a lot. Of, yeah. This happened a couple years ago with the, the overtime rule. The Chiefs, of course, wanted it. They didn't have the votes, and so they just never really went to a vote. Fast forward now a couple years, it ended up happening because Buffalo got got screwed by it. So uh, this rule change, this point doesn't seem like maybe they'll even get to a vote. The funniest part about it is the NFL's like, hey, you know, I don't. There's no reason for a change on this. We looked through it and we only found three bad roughing the passer calls. You're like, excuse me, I could find like ten. And this is, by the way, this is also why they shouldn't change it. If they're telling you they only found three questionable roughing the passer calls, they're never going to overturn what you want them to anyway. 
So it doesn't matter. This is the same thing as the pass interference calls. The NFL and the refereeing committees made it very clear that if you force them to change judgment calls, they're not going to do it. So you're wasting your time. If you try to make those reviewable, you're just slowing the game down. Just emphasize it different in off-season referee meetings. That's it. Next up on what Training, the Chargers officially named Derek Ainsley their defensive coordinator. He's promoted from being their defensive back coach last year. Before that, it's been a few years as the Tennessee Volunteers defensive backs coach. So... They are changing offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator, but they're just promoting a guy from within for the Chargers. So I don't know if it's going to yeah. be a totally different scheme or just want a new guy in charge. This is normally one of those, all the players liked the guy who wasn't in charge more than the guy who was. That's how, yeah. when these promotions happen, that's about how it goes. And let's not forget, the head coach is also really the mastermind defensively anyway. Brandon yeah. Staley's a defensive-minded head coach, so maybe the coordinator role in a setup like that is not the same as if you had a an offensive-minded head coach. Like, lastly, on what's trending, uh, Araldus Chapman slipped and fell at his house on Saturday night, cracked a tooth, split his lip open, required stitches. Uh, Andy Rogers uh, over at MLB.com says he's still pretty swollen. He'll try to play catch today, throw a bullpen tomorrow, get into a game soon. He's feeling okay now. This is one of those weird baseball. Kansas has got a history of. Weird baseball, baseball in general, weird baseball injury, whether it's carrying luggage up steps and tripping or whatever. Yeah. But Chapman slipped and fell at his house on Saturday night. Who knows? Wait, what do you got Jamal what do you Charles once too? Tooth, Why are the hands in the air right now? Because we don't know the circumstances around any of these. It things. sounds like he just slipped and fell. Yep. Let us I literally, let you know what's did you crazy? Do the same thing? You, you did the same no, thing? No, a friend of mine did this weekend. Slipped, fell, cracked a tooth. Cracked, no, took the whole tooth out. <laughs> he what? fell forward. It was outside on like a. Yeah, that's brutal. Because I think the patio was like, or like it was like uh, stone. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of slick. And it just slipped, fell straight forward, couldn't catch himself in time. And Ugh. boom, right on the tooth, knocked it out. Ugh. This is the third tooth this guy's had knocked out, too. So he's got he's got. Wait, two what the can hell? I, Live a also, different life. Change, also, make some life changes. Kitten. Whoever hey, makes friends, hey, make some hey, life changes. Easy. Third tooth you've knocked out? Yeah, that's, that's, you got to change some things about yeah, how well, you're the operating. the other two happened in one setting. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, I will was say, that one a punch? I think it's like a hockey-related uh, or something. The baseball stuff is always weird anyway, because it's funny if you read the the tweet from Annie Rogers, where it says, mentions the cracked tooth and split his lip open, needs stitches. I'm sure it didn't feel great. He'll try to play catch today. This is definitely a baseball thing. NFL player would have already been back out well, on the that's... field. They would have just pulled the tooth out and been like, Get out there, man. Feel not, better. I'm not saying it doesn't we hurt. We shot some gauze up there. I, I'm not saying it doesn't hurt. It's just funny to me. It's like, he's going to try to play catch today, though, Cody. <laughs> I'm not trying to make fun of Chapman. Is baseball this the is a softest baseball. group of athletes? This is just a baseball thing. It's funny to me. That's all. Oh, I dare you to say it. I know we're going to have more Royals players on this. I asked. I wasn't saying it. I bet your ass won't say that to any of them, will you? Go ahead. You're our producer. Get her all Miss Chapman on the show this week, please. Make it happen. Cody's the king of talking smack, and then we, like, comes face-to-face with that person. It's like, all buddy That's how everyone operates. Go ahead and get Chapman on the show, Nick. Get him on the show. I'll ask him about the lip. Be like, do you think you could have played catch if you really needed to? And then Cody can say, you're soft. No, yeah. I just I asked a question. I said, "Are baseball players the softest group of athletes?" But when you s- when you yes. ask it like that, Cody, it's to allude that you believe that they are. The answer is yes. So you think they are? So you yeah, would yes. say that to MJ Melendez or Scott Barlow and if it, they joined us this week? I mean, they can join us on the show. It's, if it comes up in conversation, I'm not going to go out of my way to insult them. But if Why? it comes up in conversation, I'm not insulting them. I'm asking a question. That's well, cowardly well, of you guys. 
Well, at least big I'm, at least I'm answering. Cody's the one big that's asking. Big talkers the, behind their backs. At least I am saying it. Cody just keeps asking the question without answering. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? is saying to the softest you athletes. You know what I'll do? I'm just asking if they are. So I'm the producer. I talk to all these guys before they actually come on air. So I'll just tell them. Hey, this is what these guys have been saying, by the way. Fine. Where are we trying to help you get called out? Go out there and play catch. I hope you get called out. You know what you are? You're an instigator. You just like to instigate. You don't like to be a part of the fight. You just want to instigate fights amongst other people. And what are you? You're a chatty Cathy talking smack (laughs) behind these guys' backs. And then you come on, you're like, hey, what's up, MJ? Hey, what's up, buddy? Old friend, old pal. I love how his his impersonation of you is just a really high-pitched voice. That's how Cody talks. It's getting worse by the moment. That's not how I talk. Hey, hey guys, it's me, Cody. I love you guys. You guys are my favorite. You're so good. Yeah. You're a fanboy. That's what Nick is. <laughs> Afraid Nick. to say anything. <laughs> I've never been called a fanboy. That's what Nick is. That's what I got called a fanboy by a loser ass former wow, community college coach. Loser ass. <laughs> hey, congratulations on coaching Independence Community College, you bum. You coached in community college for five years. You're not exactly Chuck Noll, okay? <laughs> I love that. I felt good about uh, that. I one. Bet, I bet that you, one felt I bet good you coming felt, out. I, you, it sounded like you. I mean, you were serious. You were a little fired up. Well, because I was. I kept trying to jump in, and he kept, you know, moving on to something. He kept moving the goalposts and changing the conversation. You, you, you almost. That sounds so close that you almost said you almost called him Bucko. Like you were like on the precipice there. Yeah. Yeah, that that was in I was in bucko mode. <laughs> that wasn't. You know, Travis Scott has sicko mode. I have, that was your I bucko, have mode. I have bucko mode. I have bucko mode. You're not Chuck Noll, bucko. That's what it felt <laughs> like. I was getting ready to happen. If you would have, yeah, if you would have said bucko to Jason Brown, that would have been great. The whole thing, man. Or Bubby. That's also close to Bubby mode. <laughs> you haven't thrown out a Bubby in a while. Uh, that's a little, little more playful. Well, Bubby season's usually summer. All right, Bub. <laughs> Bubby season's is during the summer months. Oh, so we're getting close. Yeah, we're getting we're getting warmer close. weather. It's going to be lighter out Looks later. It's very sunny outside right now. I think it is a nice day now, isn't it? After all the I have no idea. Once we night? come in here, it just feels like we're in a different universe where you can see outside and maybe it's nice, but I have no idea. Did you check the weather this morning? We already discussed this. I did not. I haven't checked it in days. I did not check it today. Actually, I checked it. I said it said forty nine when I was walking out the door. I said this is awesome. I'm surprised Cody didn't have another tree go through his fence with the, the wind last night we had in the Kansas nope, City area. Nope, nope. We would have heard about that very quickly. If a third tree went through my fence in the last said, two years, the, I would have said cut, I all, cut, I would have just cut paid all the trees down. Yes, that would have been it. I would have just gone to the apartment side of the things and I just said, cut all these, I'm cutting all these trees down. I still think do you need it. to go have a conversation with them Well, that's in person. That's, that's happening. You afraid for co- afraid of confrontation? No, that's afraid already of pushing, happened. pushing that's the issue. It's already occurred. You, you demand these conversations. Said, are see, my, see these kids. You should brought your kid. You should have brought your kids in the meeting. See these kids. See these cute faces. Your inability to take care of your trees. See these cute faces. Your inability could potentially Aren't they adorable. See these faces. <laughs> they, Do you want their they, blood on your hands? They can't play in their backyard because of your incompetence as an apartment complex. Wow, that's what you should have said right then and there. It ended it. Drawing a line in the sand. But We're already but you, but you didn't do that. Well, that's not you? true. We're you said, look, I don't want to cause any issues, but, you know, your trees, is, it's kind of a pain in the mind, ass for me. If, if you, you don't, don't mind, mind doing something here. It was more strongly worded than that. Can was we, it? What was it? Was it really, though? Yes. What'd you say? Yeah. What'd you say, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling this back up just to go what through did, this. What did you say? What'd you say? To By them? the way, I like that both of you do this. Neither of you would ever confront people like that. Oh, all the time. Really? The As time. if I didn't confront a former roommate in my last apartment? I didn't go bang on his window at 3 a.m. and tell him to shut the hell up? 
One time? I didn't call the cops on him then the next night. What he That's passive-aggressive. Calling the cops is passive-aggressive. It's not approaching only passive-aggressive if, if, if you weren't aggressive first. I was aggressive the first time when I walked downstairs in my yeah, underwear and you were at 3 too And you're too scared to do it again. Downstairs when he wasn't going to see your face. I was scared to do it again. Didn't even know it was going to be you. Then the Cody, next day, we had a chance to really show up. Window. He had a garage door window. <laughs> The whole thing, the whole wall was a window. And I'm sitting down there in a T-shirt and my boxers banging on his window. That's not aggressive enough did for you, you? Did you think you... Tried taking a baseball bat to the window? <laughs> yeah. You did was. you think you... Tried pulled your, out a gun? Did your wife think you... Oh. What the hell? Or you want to aggress him? <laughs> aggress him? <laughs> well, we're making up words now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I That's know, aggressive was, was to your, make up your own I, I, words. All I want to know is, did your wife think you handled the situation well? Was she proud of you, how you handled it? She seemed was she comfortable there? with it. Was she there, or did you just tell her after the fact to make it seem like you actually handled it? It was... <laughs> this is the dumbest conversation. I already told you it wasn't in person. Just sent... That's a mistake. you got to do it in person. The that guy's email, not in person. The email doesn't the get it done. The corporate guy. What are you going to do? Some harass some leasing agent no, has nothing to do with it? What a real man would have done. A real man. <laughs> a real father would have done is he would have taken that tree... And he would have he would have towed it over to the apartment complex and put it in their parking lot, right in the middle. Of Say, it. how do you guys like it? Right in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Is this is this distracting you from I would doing have business? Rented, I would have rented the world's largest truck, <laughs> dragged the tree. A tow truck can do it. Out. <laughs> we have listeners that would have. It's help a. You. It was a Blair, very our big guy Blair. Yeah, our listeners would have stepped up. Our listeners truck. would have stepped up. Yeah, make sure dude. this never happened again. Our listeners are always stepping up. To this the is like we need this is is this the tree version of a dead uh, a horse's head in the bed? If I just physically remove the tree and then stick it on their property? Yeah. Okay, I'll keep that in mind for the next time a tree falls. Well, it will happen again at this rate. <laughs> it will happen over under three hundred days from now. I'd say I'd say sometime in April. Oh, wow. Yeah. Pretty windy today and yesterday. Nothing happened, so I'm feeling pretty good. If your wife it's texted those wintry you mixes, the next man. hour about the trees, I will lose it. I will absolutely lose <laughs> it. <laughs> There's a tree. I'm leaving this show. Let me be very clear. Okay. If a tree falls down through my property today, anytime in the next hour and 45 minutes, I am done for the day. We're calling it a day. That's one of those things that understandably would drive you crazy. There's something else that happened in San Diego that I think you're not doing yourself any favors because it's going to only upset you when Here's you look at thing. what's happening with the Padres and all the money they're spending because it's not going to happen in Kansas City, man. That's loser's mentality. It's not. That's loser's me mentality, and you're I, buying what, into the what? owner's No, look, for, you're buying into their nonsense. You're just being like, it's fine, guys. You don't want to spend any money. You don't, you know, you don't want to take a chance. Yeah, you're just letting them live this life. No. They're not spending Put $350 million on, on three players like the Padres. That. That's what the Padres have just done. They spent $350 million on Manny Machado. And it's and it's great. You, you can say it's exciting. And if I'm a fan of the Padres, I love it. Who, who doesn't love to see oh, an yeah. owner spend money left too. and right? I think it is fantastic in that regard. But I do think you'll drive yourself crazy if you think like that that is something that actually would ever happen in Kansas City or in most markets other than the big markets. Just because the Padres are doing it doesn't mean. Now, I think there, there's a balance here to what we're both saying. What you're saying is true about, hey, don't just accept that it never can happen. But also, I would say you got to balance out being realistic on what is what is possible for the organization. They're not going to have two or three guys. Should they be able to pay one guy, whether Bobby Wood Jr. Uh, actually deserving of it? He's not deserving of it yet. He needs to go prove it this year. And if, That's he, fair. If, and if he does, that should they be willing and able to pay two fifty to three hundred million for someone of his caliber? Yes, no question. I don't I don't dispute that at all. But they're not going to ever have a top five or top ten payroll and, and spread it out the way the Padres have done it. And also, uh, we've seen from prior ownership group in Kansas City under David Glass in 14 and 15, they actually were top 15 in payroll. They were. 
when it was time when they had the core and they thought it was time to go and win. But they're not going to go from a 60-win team and say we're going to buy our way out of the problem. They're going to have to have these young players hit, and then we'll start to see them potentially spend you know, money. That's what I believe John Sherman will be willing to do when the time comes. Uh, but I hope not, you're they're right. Not, they're not going to go and be the team that goes from 63 wins and says we're going to go through free agency to get it done. That is just not what they're going to do, nor should they, by the way. I hope you're right. I hope that you're right that John Sherman goes, but I have no idea whether he will or not. Right. Uh, when he was a part owner in Cleveland, uh, he had come on board about the same time that they had spent, so there's yeah. reason to think that that would be the case. They have been telling way too many lies for way too long. St. Louis commands a top 10 payroll. They're a much better baseball town, but here's the thing. Have the Royals ever once tried to actually buy their way out of their problems? Have you considered it one time? Because the Padres did. And they are a competitive baseball team every single year. Yeah, I they still have nothing think... nothing to show for it, but... No, yeah. I understand. Yep. They're still going to have to win a title for, to convince any other small market baseball owner. I don't think this is going to shift the sands of time for baseball. It's a shame because I think baseball has been trying to tell people for 30 years that you just simply can't spend. And yet, and yet, an owner who is worth about what every owner in Major League Baseball is worth on average is spending way above his market size without seemingly any kind of problem and has been continuously putting more and more and more money into it. And look, maybe there's some light at the end of this where they start trying to trade away these contracts, and maybe I'm not seeing it coming, but not when you're paying three guys $280 million. You have five $100 million contracts. It's not about asking for that. It's not even about specifically saying, hey, do you guys mind spending $1.1 billion on five players? I'd really appreciate it. But it's about... Because yeah, the Potters have the third highest payroll in baseball. <laughs> but you can spend... You can be more competitive before you're a World Series winning team. You can stop this, oh, we, can, we, we have to spend $50 million because it's not time to win yet, so we're not going to spend right now. Yeah, You'd be yeah. fine if you spent are... $120 million this year and still only won 77 games and prove to people that there was a willingness to win. And it isn't just about the Royals. It's just about yeah, how small markets operate. Yeah. This is just as much, if not more, about the Orioles or the Pirates or the Rays or the Marlins or the A's or all the teams that really have taken advantage of this who really have never spent even when they've been good. The Royals have, to their defense, they spent did. way yeah. more money when they were good, and I hope that that comes back up if they're good again. But you can spend when you're bad. You can try to be better. Baseball's taught yeah. us that uh, losing's fine, and it's not. I, I understand. Now... I think we're on both ends. Just have to be realistic about the numbers a little bit. Um, I know you just threw out 50, but the Royals projected payroll is going to be 85 million this year. So the act is if they're only spending 50 million is absolutely insane. Uh, they're oh, not, no, they're I mean, that was for 85, yeah. 85 million dollars. They're 24th projected. projected yeah. payroll right now in baseball. Yeah. And look, I, I think there will have to be some sign of willingness to spend over the $100 million threshold again, $120 million and above that. If, let's say, this year goes well to where we're feeling next offseason where, man, we've got our answers about Bobby Wood Jr. For sure, the real deal, no questions. That's a guy that you feel confident giving a 10-year, 250, 300-plus million dollar contract to. We get question, We get our, our answers to the question about, can Vinny Pasquantino consistently be a power bat in the big leagues? We don't have the answer but for sure yet. We get all those questions answered, Cody, and then I think at that point it becomes a lot harder for me or anybody else to argue against increasing the payroll. And at that point in time, then I think some, some questions absolutely have to be asked of John Sherman. I just don't think we're there yet. Here's the thing, but this is what I don't like about part of this end of the conversation because, to me, this is part of what like how the – how ownership in Major League Baseball team set this up. They want you to believe that if they gave Vinny $100 million and it didn't work out, that it's over. Royals can't succeed. Decades gone. 
The next decade's gone. Well, it's been I, do think, I do think it hurts them I don't more think than that's... other organizations. Now, you're going to laugh and think that's not true, but Rob Manfred did do an interview three days ago and did say that the Padres now are actually going to, this particular season, lose money. This particular season. I'm sure Rob Manfred says that. This particular season. They're not going to $250 million for this for one particular season. I can believe that that is possible unless they go and win a championship. Come on. We're listening to Rob Manfred now? He's a liar. Just saying. Why are you pro corporations? Why no, are you I'm fighting also, chill? I, I, I'm also corporate chill. I'm also sometimes I feel like you, you can say that I'm that way. You're a complete op- as if like everybody should be getting everybody's money and all this kind of stuff. Like you're sometimes is we, we can say we're on the opposite end, but sometimes I think you think that the dude. Do you actually that believe that an NF, a major league baseball owner is going to operate in the red? Do you think that for like one particular year, if they think it means winning a championship, I do think it's a possibility. Yes. I mean, this goes like and not major to league the baseball. Padres owner has been lying about this. For the Padres years. owner, the Padres owner in particular, has had the team for ten years. He's recouped most of his investment back already from buying the team. John Sherman's been an owner for three years. Cody, Look, I'm not this again. I don't even think that this is to me as big of a push about Sherman because I don't feel like I've got a really good evidence of where he was. Seidler didn't start spending money until he was the person in charge. So that was 2020. Before that, like go back eight years after his group bought the team. Yeah, and he wasn't put in charge until 2020, and then they started spending money like like mad. When he was the person put in charge, he started to spend. To me, this is very like that is actually more evidence to me of the it is a it is a choice. You can choose to operate this way. I'm not saying you can't win by losing a bunch, getting a bunch of high draft picks, waiting to pay everybody, and only spending when the time looks like the team is about ready to win. But there are other ways to do this and still make money. I'm just saying that Seidler just because or Cohen some owners, or other teams are willing to do it. I know you don't buy the losing the money thing, and that's fine. But like, No, I don't. Because I think they've openly I, lied about it, and they've never opened their books. I, I, I just think... I just think as well that one owner doing it doesn't mean that everybody else... So this won't work for you because you don't think it's happening, but... If somebody else is willing to operate with potentially either losing money or not making, how about a better way to put it, not making as much money as the year prior, which that's probably what Rob that, Manfred is actually saying, even though he's saying it sure. make it sound worse. Just because one owner is willing to do it, I, no, I don't think everybody else has to do that. Just because one business is willing to give away more of their profits to charity does not mean I think the other owners should have to do that. Some owner of a local business, because they donate more meals to one organization and this guy across the street isn't donating meals for charity, doesn't mean that guy's a POS and has to do it. That's where I think you and I differ. Just because somebody can operate a certain way doesn't mean everybody else should have to operate that particular way. No, and baseball's not. In gonna... this fantasy world, you're right. That's how it should be, but that's not. That's not reality. But right now, it's not even. It, there is a gross disparity on how Seidler's handling it versus almost any other small market baseball team. There is a wide gap. Look, I, the reason why I don't trust the owners, like or, you know, they're saying we're losing money, is Baseball Players Union has multiple times said, "Okay, look, you say you're losing money, just prove it to us. Just show us how you operate. Show us your operating expenses, and we'll be happy to." concede on this number. They're like, no, we're good. Uh, It's fine because there's a lot of ways to claim operating loss and all these things. It's certainly in a book or in an accounting part from a player perspective makes it look like you're losing money. I don't think these super successful, super rich billionaires are in the process of saying, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to spend $300 million just to lose $300 million this year, just to lose a bunch of money. When they say say losing money, they're talking about not making as much money. Yeah. And I don't about you. Like there's some people that do actually like, if they're going to make less money, then that one like most most people didn't get in the position that they're in, Cody, yeah, by agreeing to take less money because they want to be nice and, and cool for you. But that's fine. But that's where like you know like he's saying corporate. But that's the problem. It's like you already got two billion dollars. Just make my baseball team fun. I don't think that's crazy. 
I understand it from a business perspective why super rich people don't want to do that. Right. I, just, I guess, I mean, again, I think we're living in like but I a think fantasy world. People, like, what you're saying is the dream scenario. But it's not a fantasy. A guy's doing it. Someone is doing it. And those Padres fans have nothing to show for it. The Cardinals have done things. Have nothing, the Padres it. have nothing to show for it. So far, they don't. You're right. So far, they don't. I told you earlier, I feel like they're going to have to, if, if they expect any other team to even take 10% of this risk, right? right. Like, a, like a reasonable amount. Like, again, the Royals don't have to, I'm not expecting them to spend $2 billion in contracts because the Padres are doing it. If, if they won't even take a part of this risk, they've, the Padres have five contracts bigger than any single contract, right now, bigger than any single contract the Royals have ever handed out in their entire history. They have six players on their roster making more average annual per year than any players ever made. Yeah, I mean, if we want to make it about Royals history, history. For, we want to make about history for over the last 30 years, okay, that's fine. But right now, on this roster, and maybe your answer is Bobby Wood Jr., though I would argue he needs to go prove it and show it this year, who on earth would you want them to be spending $250 million on right this second yeah, on the 250, roster? 250 but to me, the Royals can do the it answer in a different should be way. nobody Aaron right Judge now. was a they, free no, agent. Right, right, Aaron Judge was more than $250 million, but also well, like right, know, now, but right now, I'm talking about on, on, the, chance. Ro- on yeah, the roster right now, who do you think that is homegrown that they should be spending more money on to retain? Vinny. I would pay him $80 million if he'd take it right now. And they might. $80 million, That might be something they're willing to do. No, I don't want to pay Vinny because if you pay Vinny too much money, he's probably going to stop coming on with us. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you think? You think if he makes $80 or $100 million, he's just done with us? Dude, he'll go start doing like super rich people stuff. Not (laughs) slumming it on middays. (laughs) He's going to be on afternoons in no time. Um, on the other side, that's where we'll, Mahomes goes. Uh, on the other side, we'll get to something that did happen on, on Friday's show involving Vinny Pasquantino, and then he followed it up. Uh, you'll hear that sequence and audio coming up next year on Cody and Gold. All right, back here on Cody and Gold, hanging out on a Monday. So we had Vinny Pasquantino. There's something behind Genuine. I was trying to decide if you were playing this for a reason. What is your dude? I'm I'm about to just not play music ever again. I know you hate it so much. Hey, but sometimes you're playing it for a purpose, and I was trying to decide the purpose. Okay, so I'm gonna do this just for the people listening. Or who are the people who are watching on the live stream. Mm-hmm. Every single time mm-hmm. there's like a song, like Cody would just do this. I just kind of give this like a go. Okay, what, what does he mean by this song? That's what I was trying to say. Cause sometimes there is a hidden. And I'm just gonna perk his head up. There's never Ooh. A meaning. Well, there is sometimes a meaning. No, the list is the list. It's a playlist. Uh, after we played a certain Walker, Texas Ranger clip, you proceeded to come back with a song that had some con- some meaning to that very clip that we played. So it's happened before. Wh- I, I, okay. I know which clip you're talking about. Oh, gosh, you don't, need to, you don't need to play it. Don't play the you clip. Play well, it. I know which clip you're talking about, and I don't know what song I don't remember I the song, played. but there was a song you played right after, and people were like, wow, I can't believe you played it. Where was it? So you, you've definitely picked some. Now, this song was Walker just ran- told me I had AIDS. <laughs> what song would go with that? <laughs> Is there an AIDS song out there I'm not familiar with? There was some time. There was also when the queen passed away, you played the queen is dead or whatever it is. Or- <laughs> what? Yes. No, he played the uh, band no, queen. I didn't. And he played another one bites the dust. Bites the that's what he played. There is no song called the queen is dead. But, but basically. It's not a song. No, but, you, but my point being, it was the connotation as well. Yeah. We had just talked about yeah. the queen dying and then Nick came back with queen and one bites the dust. <laughs> so don't tell me that was random. Okay, so we're just digging up. We're just digging up skeletons, huh? Well, <laughs> I was ready to just start talking about Vinny Pasquantino, but Cody made a I comment about I got distracted by Genuine. I thought maybe there was a purpose behind it. This is ridiculous. I'm not going to sit here and take this. <laughs> so we had Vinny Pasquantino on the show Friday. He called us before they were getting set for their first spring training game of the year. Uh, and if you guys remember, this is what we were saying right when Vinny got on the show with us. Vinny, I did predict that you're hitting a dinger today. That'd be good. 
First, I would, I would, I would be very happy with that. Yeah, first at bat, actually. No, no, oh, okay. yeah, it's gonna happen. First at bat, right away. <laughs> I would like you to know that I'm in for that. So about two and a half hours or so later, first, first at bat, Vinny Pasquantino crushes a baseball for a two-run home run. So both home run and first at bat happen, and then of course the media wanted to know, man, like. How about Cody and Gold helping you out a little bit, Vinny? Vern was there. Speaking it into existence. And so this was Vinny's reaction. Were you going for the home run on your first at-bat because of what Cody and Gold said? No. Uh, Cody and Gold was the farthest thing from my mind when I, was in, <laughs> when I was in the box. I was more just ready to hit, and I was able to get one, and I did something with it. So just happy with it. So no credit to them? None. Like, literally none. <laughs> uh, but thank you. <laughs> none, but thanks. <laughs> so the next time. Ouch. The next time Vinny's on, we're going to welcome him. Like joining us now is Vinny Pasquantino. We're just going to play that part where he just Reaction. says uh, they had the none. furthest, furthest thing none. from my mind was Cody and Gold. That's what we're just going to play that. We're going to add that to his new intro if we get one this year for him. It's going to be him saying Cody and Gold, the furthest thing from my mind. Huh? This what former intern of the show too. Former intern. That's what but I think about time. it like they, this. Big time in us. Think about the successes that this show can propel you to hmm. if you want to become the next Cody and Gold intern. Look, Vinny was an intern. Look at him now. Now he's hitting home runs. Now he might even be, some would argue, he's bigger than us now. He's so big, he doesn't even have to acknowledge our presence anymore. I mean, I don't know if he's quite that big. He said furthest thing from his mind. I mean, he really dismissed any possibility that our show had any involvement in he this. He did. I didn't like that. Even though just hours before he was on this show... He said home run and first at bat home run. And mm-hmm. sure enough, in his first at bat, Vinny hit a home run. Mm-hmm. They're, I'm telling you right now, he's lying. Because somewhere between <laughs> second and third, he thought about this show for a minute. I would like to think I don't that think he was standing in the batter box digging in thinking, I'm going to hit a home run for these guys. I don't think it was working no, that way. No. But I think after he hit it, we should watch the video. Because I bet there's a moment when he smirks for just I, a second. I, I have an idea. Between I second and third. I, I, I tried to watch the video. He didn't. I don't know if it was even rounding the bases, but you're telling me. Once he's sitting down in the dugout, he's like taking a pause for a second. He's like, you know, you just thought for about half a second, like, didn't I just say I was going to do that today? Huh? I, or is he just, or is he laser focused? I think he might be. That's the type of focus for a potential all-star. I'll tell you what, guys, I have an idea. How about this? We can start. I've been, I've been wanting to pitch an idea to you guys. Oh boy. For a while now. Oh boy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so now is the perfect time. You uh-huh. know, every time we have these Royals players on, I think you guys butter them up. You ask them all the easy softballs, you know, batting practice, so to speak, you know, because it's baseball. Sure. And then at the end, we debut a new segment. We call it like, like real talk with Nick Schwert. Shock jock. And then <laughs> I ask, and that's, 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 when that's what you're trying to be. You they're know? buttered up. They're in a good mood. And then that's when I come with the hard hitting question. And so if we had Vinny on, you guys butter him up, talk about how great he is. And then at the very end, no punch is pulled. I ask him something like, you know, like, well, who do you think you are? They'll just hang that up stuff. on you. Let's hang up on you. Vinny wouldn't hang up on us. Oh, He's I, not oh, that kind of guy. I, I, He's Virginia. I, that's a Virginia man. Virginia men don't hang up on people. I think he might hang up on you. You know what they say about Virginia men. What are we going to do about this situation with Vinny? Do we have to confront him? You guys have been oh, advocating I, for confrontation. Not, I mean, I, I, I swear, you. did you just not hear anything I just said? Do you think the entire show has to confront him? I what just were you think not, yeah, you, that's what I want to know. What I, were you just thinking about when I was talking? Nothing. I was sitting I there just, watching you as you were talking about I mean, a new thing called Real Talk with Nick Schwartz, yeah, yeah, where I, you ask the hard-hitting questions. That's where we butter him up. I'm just asking if we need to confront it all. I think we do. And Maybe I, we let this one slide because Vinny was a good intern. No, the next no, has been a good NFL insider on this show. The you don't next, let anything slide. The next time he joins us, 
we simply introduce him and just play the cut of him saying, we are the furthest thing from his mind. Yeah. That's all we do. And we just let him respond to that. No, uh, Cody and Gold was the farthest thing from my mind. Man, that's we just play that, And we just let it pause. We play that and don't ask a question and just let him start laughing and let him react to it. And we'll have to talk it out. Talk this thing out. That's, that's a tough day to for the show. Felt like we were about to have a, a, an incredibly cool moment where Vinny came on. You had said you wanted him to hit a homer in his first at bat. He did it. I mean, it felt like this was this was going to be a cool show moment, and instead, hmm. completely dismissive. Instead of a very not cool show moment. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Like we're going to go back to being Creed's best friend in the Chiefs offseason. Oh, do you think Vinny had passed Creed? I mean, I felt like they were whoa, like they were becoming. Whoa, hold on, <laughs> whoa, whoa. you know, baseball season. I thought maybe one for each season, but. Hmm. Not what it sounded. That'd be like. Creed year round. It's not like what it sounded like. You said. Sound like you're picking favorites. He's never disparaged us. He once said I had a. He once said I had a very good singing voice. Creed's only said nice things about us. I do appreciate the honesty from Vinny, though. I must say, at times, it's true. You know. Hey, you got to respect it, man. He's got some pipes on him. That's what. Uh, that's what Creed said about you. Very voice. different vibes. I'll tell you what. Not a lot of honesty in that response. No, not at all. Okay. I don't think we need that. So you prefer the honesty or the. Or to be buttered up as a show. I'm just simply stating the difference between the two. Mm. Do you know how attendance works in sports, though? You know why they're top five in attendance? Because people attend the game. I'm familiar with it. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of funny how that, that works. What does that audio clip have? You Look, just like playing audio yeah, he clips. Does, he does. You're really good. That so he, audio clip had no bearing on this so conversation. Gold will kind of get into an audio mode. He's like, "Ooh, I like these clips." He'll play one, and then he'll see another one he likes, and he'll say, "I'll." In fairness, I'll all those made sense in. until that one. Just that last one. He got greedy. He had it. He had it till that moment. Shock, shock made sense. They were all fitting. Yeah. Things were yeah. clicking. And then he was just playing. What do you have to say for yourself, Gold? <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's about your I personal was, I enjoyment. Was happy. I was happy with it. Text line wants to know one last thing real quick, though. Okay. Sounds like they think you want, you're trying to ban Vinny from the show. No, Nick I'm not trying to ban Vinny from the show. I would step, never do Nick that. Nick and I are stepping in. We're saying no chance. No chance. Not trying to ban Vinny from the show. Don't you dare put him in Michael Lombardi category <laughs> or Jason Brown category. Is Jason Brown? No, he said he's welcome on the show whenever. He's not in that category. Uh, Jason welcome. Brown can come back. Jason Brown will probably not be coming on this show. Seems unlikely. Although the next time Nick fills in, he should definitely have Jason Brown on again and then book well, him under Dusty, a different name. Whenever Dusty's. Well, yeah. it's still it's still Cody and Gold when you guys are gone. Would he come back on this show? And technically, I, could, I could force feed him to you guys. I could just, we could just be sitting here doing the show one day and all of a sudden Jason Brown's on. I don't like that. Nothing idea at you can all. do about it. And then what? Just let him, let him go. Answer some, ask some questions. Ask some hard hitting questions. I'm not interested. You guys ready for a random question? Sure. Random question. What if we even talked about this? For you, segment, you know? Nothing, know. really. Nothing. For you, Nick, over <laughs> the J Southline Toast Service text line 913 586 7610. My random question today is when would you say is the best time of day to do your taxes i'm asking hypothetically because for what seemingly was no reason at all at 8 30 this morning when we would normally be getting ready for the show nick had decided time to tackle the old w-2s (laughs) and had his taxes out on his computer working on them at 8 30 in the morning Mm -hmm. 
right at a normal work time, and it seemed like odd timing. So I want to know yeah, is not true. Yeah. I feel like it's more of an evening activity. I agree. Kids are down. You're like, all right, time to take care of the taxes. So. It might be Let's a, take care of it. It here. might be if you're getting really close to the deadline in April, you might do it on a Sunday afternoon. But typically sure. I would say, yeah, like kids are in the bed, maybe 830. Yeah, 830, 830 on a Thursday on, night. Yeah. Put some like nonsense background yeah, TV on. You get all your paperwork together. Get your W-2s, whatever else you have. And make sure you, you can focus in and get those taxes done. Very important. Um, but, yeah, Nick, around 8.45, actually, this morning, was on his laptop doing his own taxes. Nick's got very complicated business ventures. He had to make sure he's got so many different things to <laughs> make sure. True. A lot of real estate, overseas bank accounts as okay. well. So it's going to really complicate his taxes. Okay. And um, that did happen. So let me, go, uh, let me know when you guys are eight, done. 8.45 in the morning, I'm guessing, not the ideal time. Um, when, when do you think right. is the best time? There was no – we weren't doing anything. Mm. Nobody was talking. And so I was like, I got time to just start to tackle these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I knew what's I wasn't going to finish them in that it, moment. Here's the weird thing is Nick doesn't really here, – here's what's weird about it. I don't like to do the taxes he, he in, like, microdoses. I just want to get it all done at once. You even told us you don't even do your own taxes. So I'm, you said you have a friend that does it for you. So I'm very confused. He's looking for some business had, expenses. Yeah, right I had to look some stuff up. Right, but you weren't necessarily doing your taxes. I was. You were getting your stuff organized. So I have a friend who is an accountant. I was talking to them last night. They asked me a question via email. I didn't see the email until this morning. What's your adjust, adjusted gross income? Just go ahead and tell everybody. Just go ahead and tell <laughs> I everybody. didn't see the email until yeah. this morning. So when I saw the email, I was like, oh, let me just pull up my W-2 really quick and see if I can answer this question. Cody looks over and goes, are you doing your taxes right now? <laughs> Starts berating me. I said, leave me alone. Someone's, Someone's pointing out that's time theft. That's workplace time theft. You're an Odyssey time. Time theft? Kiss my ass. <laughs> Kiss my white ass. That is not time theft. Oh, man. You're doing other things on company time. Be bettering Odyssey. You know what? <laughs> Let's just start doing that. I'll start monitoring. I will start logging every single thing that you do throughout the day. Starting tomorrow at the second I get in, we're going to find out exactly how you spend your work. Do you want to get in earlier? No. Just so you can see my entire work day or no? No. Okay. He loves touting that, doesn't he? Oh, Gold? dude! This is the way you said Gold it. Gold love. Uh, Cody loves talking about how Cody's a morning, earlier he gets to the Cody's office. Cody's a morning. Than he's already got his kids up. That's what it. Yeah, got to do about. stuff. Yeah, he's been up and about. That's what it is. But he yeah. loves talking about how early. So he your tax is in good shape, though, Nick. You good to go now? You feel like you got it accomplished? Are they filed? Uh, well, they're definitely not filed. Not said. filed, but they're getting there. They're getting there, man. Slowly but surely. You know, got to make sure every single dollar is counted. I assume, Cody, that you're reporting our show fund since you took responsibility oh, yeah. for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Nick doesn't I report have all my business ventures. My taxes are already filed and good to go. I oh, so you're I, not taking any credit for so, any of the show fund? No, because uh, it was all under your name. So I figured you'll handle the tax liability. It's your, it's your responsibility. I'm going to file it as a separate LLC, and it lost money. The, the oh. show fund really, like MLB owners' books, going to be a mess. Just tons of money. Shocking amount we lost due to the show fund. Very little money remaining. That's why we're going to have to start some new bits. Cody is definitely more likely to get audited. Why? Uh, based on what you just said and clearly and just your general history. <laughs> history and as Nick knows, <laughs> as Nick knows from negotiating your contract, you make way too much money to not be audited at this point in time. I'm pretty sure that's the exact criteria I'm they shocked use. Shocked that you haven't. Shocked that I haven't been audited. Mm-hmm. Zero audits to my name. How about you two? Zero. Zero. Nick and I, we just don't make enough money to eat. Don't I mean, waste, if you, maybe don't waste if you our combined time. our salaries, maybe so. I think we start scratching the surface yeah. of what you're bringing in each year. They don't waste their time with people like Nick and I. We can get by with a lot more, you know? You can get, get away with more tax yeah. crimes. So you're admitting to the tax crimes. No, you're just mine, saying you can get mine, away with it. Mine are actually squeaky clean. I do a very good job. Squeaky clean. 
He does not only his, but his family's as well. He does his sisters and his parents. I do. That's a little weird. It's not, not weird. Yeah, you're not an accountant. You're not an accountant. Ever heard of TurboTax? Yeah. Have they? Yeah, but I try to help them being a, a good son, helping oh, my parents with their taxes. Wow, you threw that in your face very mm. quick. Are you a good enough son to do your parents' taxes? No, my parents do their own taxes. And I'm not going to say anything else because I'm not going to attack Gold's family. I've never met There's them. No I assume that they're wonderful people. If a family member wants help with their taxes, why would I say no? Because it's not your area of expertise. You don't have if to be an expert. Needed, if, one of your, if one of your family members said, Alex, I want to start a podcast, can you help me? Then I would understand. I've done their taxes the last four or five years, Nick. And it's uh, okay, been fine. The, ti- the length of time. TurboTax makes it super it'd be easy. Like if it's one not of my, that complicated. It'd be, like, it'd be like if one of my family members came to me and said, hey, Nick, I want to become a corn farmer. Can you help me? I would say, not Nick, really we're talking my, about. Not really what I do. <laughs> Nick, we're talking about filing taxes. I don't know about you, but yes. neither do I or my parents own 20 businesses and have offshore shit. Oh, uh, stuff that I... <laughs> dump, dump. <laughs> Hit the dump button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's the dump button, baby. Yeah, <laughs> we got it, baby. On a Monday, no less. On a oh, Monday. Oh, goodness. Oh, my. Uh, <laughs> the, stream, the stream will enjoy that. The stream will enjoy that one. too fast and loose. <laughs> and it's always over the dumbest conversation uh-huh. as well. It's when Gold gets like loose. He's feeling yeah. like, ah, I feel yeah. good about this. I know what's going on. Yeah. Don't we have all these offshore we, accounts. By the way, by the way, that was a, that the, was a, the stream. That was a, about 30 seconds from now, we'll get texts from the streamer. That uh-huh. was uh-huh. a triple dump. We, <laughs> oh, we yeah. I think, did all three of us hit the dump I button? I clicked it. Yeah, we all did. It exhausted the dump. So nobody cussed for at least the next 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. While it rebuilds. Yeah. By the way, the boss is out of town, so we're free and clear this week. Uh, we can do whatever we want. Uh, they can't stop us. Oh, God. Boss out of town. And that's the conversation that took Tax about taxes. <laughs> about taxes. taxes. Could have been anything. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Good stuff. That is good. Well, I know it's a good random question if Gold uh, ends up cursing. Good, clean, dog. fun. Yeah. Well, not so much the clean part. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But That's the good true. and fun part, that part uh, certainly qualifies. So about the combine. Yay, how about it? A lot of, a lot of S going on there, huh? <laughs> a lot of bleep. Looks like some guys. Oh, wait, that's not even the combine. <laughs> I was like, wait. What are you watching? I don't know. I just thought it was some guy. It looked like it was some different part. doesn't matter. The most interesting part about the combine is whether or not any of these, how high all these quarterbacks are going to go and whether or not the bears are going to actually give up the number one pick. I actually weirdly think they're making a mistake by telling people they're open to trade it. I think they should pretend like they're going to trade Justin Fields and get a quarterback. Do you think that came from the bears though? Or do you think other teams are actually leaking that on purpose to help with the, yeah, it could be both because can you make an argument in this year's draft? There are five teams who should actually trade up for the number one pick. Like right now, I for mean, the best quarterback, really, aren't there? Aren't there? To, I mean, there's so there's no, probably but the ones eight. that realistically make sense and are within striking distance of that top pick, right? Let's look at it from that perspective, because we know some of it. Gold, as you've pointed out, doesn't really work if it's not going to be like if you're at pick twenty. I don't care if you yeah, still I mean, want look, a quarterback, I mean, but it the, makes it. But the Texans, the, the Colts, off the top of my head, automatically, the Raiders, the Raiders, Falcons, Carolina, and they're all inside the top ten. Like, you shouldn't have – this is the only argument for the other side is. You shouldn't have it's – a, it's a seller's market. You should have five, six teams interested in going up to the number one pick. You should have your choice of whoever you want to select at that, at that position. I don't know why you don't just 
I don't know, at this point, I guess take the greatest toll. But if the Texans are willing to trade for you, shouldn't you trade with them first? Still get Will Anderson? Because you were saying you thought they should trade down twice at this I rate. Think, I think they might have the opportunity to do that. Let's say they trade down to, let's just use four. Let's just say they trade with Yeah, Indians. the Colts makes a lot so of they sense. they trade to four. At four, there still might be a defensive player to where if I'm the Bears, I would be willing to move down again. I think you're, you're trying to stockpile so many picks. You're, you're a three-win team from a year ago. You think you have the quarterback. Try to get multiple picks in the first and second round by trading down. That's fine. Like If you all of a sudden trade down to ninth, you're st- but, but you also picked up another first-round pick and another second-round pick and maybe a fourth later on. I mean, you're going to get a huge haul, as we know. You're talking about the it's, number it's one It's a more than one-year thing, right? I mean, they've got to solve their problems yeah. over a two- or three-year run. But I go back to, like, San Francisco, when they wisely duped the Chicago Bears, funny enough, into going up to two. You can convince all these teams somebody has a better package for you. It's not going to be that complicated. It's more than believable than the last time a team talked themselves into it. You should be able to pit all of these teams up against each other with almost no issue. I still think they should actually consider, I, I mean, to actually consider trading Justin Fields. I understand why they'd want to stick to it because they got more than one problem, as you've pointed out, and you're never going to get what you'll get for that first pick that, for Justin Fields. Right. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like at this point, that's going to end up being like, who's the most aggressive team? And does that team badly screwed up? Because three quarterbacks are going in the top 10 and four are going in the first round. So I, I wonder if there's picking also just first a surprise doesn't always team. be there. You know, there's a surprise team that's willing to, to trade. You know, what, what was when the Niners traded up to get Trey Lance for the Dolphins? Where were the Niners at before? Were they at eight? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Just so, inside the top 10 still, though. You know, but like, is there is there a team on the fringe uh, on the outside there? Uh, you know, I, I guess the one that comes to mind that'd be interesting. I mean, the, the Texans have two picks in the top 12. So we can mention them trading at, at two, but it, are, is there somebody that's trying to trade up with Houston even just to get to number two? And then Houston then trade back. And they tra- like, there's a chance I can think we could see teams jockey back and forth where the Texans trade out of two, believe it or not, and trade back because they think, well, let's say Anthony Richardson is the guy they love. I don't know. But let's just say that's the guy they love. And like, we oh, never we, know. There's we, always we can, somebody. We can get him still at five or six. So they, they trade back to five. They, they, they draft him, and they still have their pick at 12. What's to say they don't trade up from 12 to move back up to eight or nine? Like, I just think we could see a, quite a few trades because of how many teams with the recent offseason trades have multiple picks. You know, I'm talking about Seattle, who has the fifth pick, of course, from the Denver Broncos, and then later on, Seattle has the 20th pick. I, I just think we have, we have so many teams with multiple first-round picks that I wonder if we'll see more trades than normal. It could be partially because of the Texans and where they stand at this thing, but a lot of it is because there is – there's a real problem with the haves and haves nots, probably even more so than normal, the quarterback position, because if you're in the AFC, especially if you're in the AFC, if you're like the other half, oh my God, everyone else has like an elite level quarterback or they're planning on being their quarterback for the next decade. And then there's you who has no one and no hope and no real answers at that position. So you're going to have to find some sort of solution, but it should make for an interesting draft because normally anytime someone's picking at one and there's a clear quarterback or quarterbacks who would go one and they're not going to take one. Then things get weird. That's when we don't know who's going to make the leap, who's actually going to take the chance. And Chris Ballard, at this point's never taken any risk. He's on record as being like, oh, you'll just fire me if I get the wrong guy. Well, you're the fourth overall pick, so it can't go any worse. They just made you fire your head coach. Your owner seems like he's on. He, he's got you on thin ice way and involved. way too involved. 
there's n- you have to take a swing. Otherwise, just quit your job now and go find a different organization to work for. A lot will heat up during the combine starting tomorrow as well, both with the prospects, but also some conversations about potential trade scenarios. I'm sure we'll hear more and more about that from Indianapolis and the draft going to take place right here in Kansas City at the end of April. Up next, though, there's one player the Chiefs could potentially trade, although I think you can make a case for him to actually be on the roster. I'll try to do that with you next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.